Welcome back to Puzzling, a true crime podcast. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And we're your, and hosts. We're your hosts. Sorry, Sarah's laughing because um, I just royally screwed up the intro and we had to re-record it. Yeah. And we're still laughing about it. It was, it was a good one. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But we it already was. deleted it, so yeah. sorry you're not going to be able to hear it. Yeah, maybe I'll tell you what it is if you ask me, but yeah. probably not. Approach us. Approach us. <laughs> we don't buy it. <laughs> Um, Sarah, how was your week? It was good. Um, not much going on. My mom was supposed to come up today, um, and then she ended up not. She's coming up tomorrow, so we got a day to record. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, so excited to see Mama Kay tomorrow. I know. Well, I don't know. Am I going to see her tomorrow? You can. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. She, mom, mom's great. I'm very excited to see her. She's going to help out with all of Avery's birthday stuff, because Avery's birthday party is on Saturday. I'm so excited. Which will already have happened by the time this comes out, but we're very excited. Yes, I can't wait. I can't believe she's almost one. I know. It breaks my heart. It's wild, but whatever. It's crazy. I feel like I literally pushed her out of me, like, two days ago, so. I feel the same way. Yeah, it's weird. I can't believe it's been literally a year since you were about to pop. I know. And she's, like, walking. Well, not on her own, but, like, she's getting there. I know. She was seen me yesterday. Kind of. Yeah, I know. Tiffany babysat yesterday because it was Aria's birthday, which is another thing I did. Oh, wait. Also, happy birthday, Aria, and also happy birthday, Capone, Maya, and Zeus, because they all <laughs> share a birthday from yeah. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> on the Aria 15th. And I, Aria and I went out. We had such <clears throat> a nice day on Saturday. It was fucking freezing, but we still got all of our snow gear on. We went out to um, the woods and had a really nice brain reset. With the dogs. <clears throat> With the dogs. And yeah, it was just like what I needed, you know? Um, may or may not have been assisted by other substances. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Should I tell Everyone them what I you? Mouth. Yeah, tell them, tell them, tell them. I told Sarah I would do shrooms with her under one condition, and she has to sign a waiver saying that if I tear apart her face and eat it, and then also rip out her heart and burn it because I think she's possessed by the devil, um, that I'm not held responsible, then I'll do shrooms with her. And I, I have faith in you. I think you'll be fine. And to my very sad surprise, she was okay with that. <laughs> so now I have to figure out how to get out of this. Yeah. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Look, shrooms is like a very, you have to be open to the idea. Yeah, I'm not. I would have a terrible, terrible time. It's so fine. You just might, like literally just do microdose. It's like, you just are giggly and like everything looks a little bit funny. Like I only ever microdose. Like I don't really ever trip fully. I've tripped fully two times and I mean, it was fine. Just wasn't what I was expecting, but it was still fine. Mm, any I'm kind not of drugs pressure you. Me. Look, I'm not trying to pressure you. You don't have to do it. I'm just saying Somebody that else can do it I fully had a very good time, as I always do. And yeah, we like sat by this little, we found this really nice spot on the beach that had like no snow on it. And I had this insane picture that like the storm clouds are coming in. Oh yeah. It's a really cool picture. It's actually. really cool. Yeah. And so, but then it got a, a little bit windy there. So we moved back into the forest and like um, found this little stream with this, like, perfect little hill to sit on. The dogs were, like, running, having a great time. 
And Nova's it was just, just in the water. Yeah, Nova's zero degree weather. It basically. was like thirty <laughs> degrees outside, and I was in the fucking lake, like an idiot. Yeah, I'm telling idiot. you, Misty would happily have done the same thing. Stupid. Yep. But, and then but, she'd be like, "Where's my ball?" Yeah, they had a good time. Like the dogs had a good time, though. It didn't seem like they were like cold or not having a good time. They were running around doing their thing. Yeah. So, and it was fun to watch them. I've never, I've actually that's actually the first time I've ever done shrooms outside. Yeah. Not wild. In nature. In nature. I'm usually like inside doing art. And so, yeah, that was the first time. It was really fun. I, it was a great, it was like a much needed mental reset. And I'm glad you had enough fun for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you don't have to do them, Tip. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm peer pressuring you. I was just know. hoping that you would say no to my terms. Oh. And I wouldn't have to I don't think it. you're going to do that to me. So, you know. But no, for backstory, though. For those terms, um, apparently that actually did happen. At, yeah, to this these two friends one day. Um, I don't think that so. was true. I feel like that was mixed they, with something else. Yeah, it's like he says, as far as he knows, that it was just shrooms. But yeah, but it's not. It's it was not. mushroom tea. Yeah, it was the no. It was but, mixed with something else. I can't, yeah, I've I've, I've listened never to this. had an experience like that. I listened to that on Time Suck. So uh, Dan was like gotta have been laced with like meth or something right like that mm. sounds methy <laughs> it sounds like, yeah. like something because i don't bath feel like, salt, maybe. Do like that. yeah i feel like that's a bath salt thing yeah it is eating people's faces yeah. up. you mentioned that one in the podcast too yeah not th- i've never done that but i always hear stories of it like is that even Florida like, still man. a thing i don't know i don't hmm. know i don't know either hmm. but yeah it was a good weekend um i gave aria her birthday present and she was very excited about it and um we had a good time. So happy birthday, Aria and the cats. Yeah. I'm wondering now if I shouldn't have used Aria's name talking about shrooms. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> We've said it like ten times. I know. I mean, I can edit everyone out. Can you just put a beep over it? Yeah. Well, I don't know how to. I'll figure it out. It's fine. I got a week to figure it okay, out. Well, I can t- I'll text her too. Anyway. Um, anywho's. I just need to put a little marker in my phone at what time. Yeah. Anywho, it was a good day, and it was much needed. And I gave her her birthday present, and she's stoked on it, and I'm stoked on it. It's kind of like a gift for me, too. <laughs> we get to go, we get to go <laughs> down to, um, Safari West, which is, like, a huge game reserve in, um, like, Santa Rosa area, and it's got, like, all the African animals that you could ever think of. And you go in, like, an open-air jeep, safari jeep, and go through all their enclosures, and it's, like, very up close and, like, it's not like a zoo, you know, where you yeah. go and see them behind fences. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And so, I've done that once in Oregon, and yeah. it was super cool. Yeah, so I thought she'd enjoy it, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. I'm glad yeah. you guys had fun. Yeah. And she's happy, and you're happy. Yes. We're all happy. How was your week? Uneventful? Um, what did I do this weekend? Your mom was here. Oh, yeah. Jess and my mom were here. Also uneventful. We didn't really do anything. But we are recycling since California buys back, and I have over $100 worth of recycling. Like, I got over $100 now. Wow, really? Yeah. Shout out to my mama. Um. Yeah, no, we really didn't do much at all. I babysat Avery. I babysat my friend's dog, Milo. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I did with my life. Well, lucky you got to babysit Avery. (laughs) And Milo. And Milo. Lucky me for both. I know. But especially Avery. They're both brats. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Avery threw a fit while she was getting her diaper changed, apparently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's such a drama queen. But then she was so sweet. Dude, she's hella dramatic. Oh, my God. I was thinking about posting the camera video of you. Um, (laughs) I just texted Aria and said, we're recording the podcast and I accidentally used your name when talking about doing shrooms. Should we edit your name out? She said, hell no. Keep that shit in there. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Now I don't have to figure out how to beep. She said, use my name as you wish. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah, so now y'all know it's Aria. (laughs) If you didn't already know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I was thinking about posting that video from the camera of you in Avery's crib with her, reading a book, and just being like, if you're not doing this as an auntie, you're doing it wrong. Seriously. It was the cutest video. I love that video. Did you see me wave? Yeah. (laughs) And then I saw you, like, take a picture with her. Yep. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) That picture came out so cute. Her little stupid face. She's adorable. I I know. It, I'm surprised she, like, laid down with you, because usually she's, like, up. She was eating her bottle, that's why. Oh. Yeah. She had, like, a little bit left, and she sat up and was like, all right, I'm over this. Yeah. Let me play with the book. I was gonna say, <laughs> she usually, like, sits up and is like, let me see what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, no, she's so oh, cute. Maybe I'll post, like, a screenshot from it on our I socials. Can, I can also uh, add the picture along with it. Mine and her selfie. Yeah. Come on oh. she's so cute send it send it to me and so then when this gets posted on tuesday i <clears throat> what is going on with my voice right now <clears throat> dude same um, i don't know what's happening either <laughs> <laughs> when it gets posted on when this episode gets posted i'll post those on the story perfect yeah oh they're cute so we cute. love her okay anyway enough about how cute your baby is i know are we ready to get into it i am are you i am <clears throat> missy is too apparently okay cool my voice, I'm sorry if it goes out. I don't know. I've got like phlegm. Yeah, me too. Misty, I don't, Misty, no, no. No. Misty, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Go. Back up. Go. I, I need you to go that It way. took me so long. Go that way. It took me so long, go. Misty. No, Misty. Wrong. Oh. oh. Misty screwed it up. Maybe pause it. I know we've mentioned this before, but oh my goodness, my dog. Um, Our headphone jack thing is, you know, messed up. So we have to get in the perfect right spot where it doesn't work and, and of course misty just usually, ruined it. usually i can get it in like less than a minute yeah. like i'm pretty i'm pretty good at it because i'm the one who does it now <laughs> yeah we rely on you yeah but geez today it took me like five minutes yeah it wasn't working for you today. oh my gosh i don't know i've lost my mojo <sighs> maybe it's my turn to start trying <laughs> good luck have perfected a craft here. I, I know. know exactly what like it's like picking locks. Like you gotta twist it just the right way and then <laughs> like hit this little thing up yeah, and then you pick click, locks. Click, clicks. No, Jason does them. Oh, great! <laughs> I bought him a lock picking set. Is he? He already That's had nice. one, but then I bought him a nice one for, in San Francisco, like a nice one. It was like fucking eighty dollars. Even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's just like a hobby. I mean, like I knew there were. Like, I don't think he's ever actually thing, like but... picked a lock, but it's a hobby. Yeah, at least he's a good person. Like, I don't think he'd use it. He doesn't ever use it. But like, he said, yeah, like but... if he's bored, he'll sit there with like a lock and like me and two dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, we were in like a spy so- shop in San Francisco and we found it. It was really cool. Anyhow. Fun. Oh, oh. Wait, I just wanted to say, can we go to the Winchester Mystery House, dude? Like, ASAP, like right I now. I wrote a fucking book report on that. I I used to live like less than two hours away from it, and I've still never gone. Yes. 
Okay. Also, Tiffany and I are going to spend a night in um, the most haunted hotel in Virginia City and then take a ghost in tour. In basically Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a ghost tour. And so... I'm I was so excited. Wait, did you ever call? No, I Sarah's supposed to call and find out the most haunted rooms. And so then can book, book that, that one. Room. Yeah, but... Um, I was thinking maybe we could record a spooky episode in <gasps> Ooh! Do you guys want a bonus episode? Yeah, I Ooh. think that could be really fun. We could yes. tell, like, ghost stories. Ooh, now I'm, now I'm extra excited. Don't even you guys should be extra excited, too. I know! Okay, we gotta come up with some ghost stories to tell, but I think that would be a really fun, like, little bonus episode. Yeah! Ooh! Okay. Ooh. Okay. okay, yes, I'm down. And then we gotta continue it the next morning at the end and say, like, what happened during the night. I hope something happens. You know? Me too. I'm going to be very disappointed if I nothing happened. Jason stayed there, though, and Jason said he'll never go back because so much weird shit happened. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. And I don't, like, I feel like they're genuine. Like, I feel like they're not the kind of place that's going to rig the place to... No, I don't feel like... ...get profits or... No, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think that so That would either. be... I feel like... Mm, no. Places do that. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, I don't feel like that's We good. should also make a trip to Colorado and go to the Stanley Hotel. Ooh, they're expensive. My cousin, my, my, my second cousin lives like right next to Estes Park. <sighs> it's beautiful there. Yeah. Oh my God. Gorgeous. But, um, yeah. So that's on the, that's on the to-do list. We'll see. I'm we'll see so when excited. we do that, but keep your eyes out. Your eyes and ears. Yes. Cause we will hopefully, honestly, it probably won't be until like. Probably December. De- yeah. Hopefully December, but maybe yeah. into January. Hopefully December though. Yeah. I am going to Florida in January, though, for my cousin's wedding. I've never been on the East Coast. Oh, you should should go. It's beautiful out there. I've been to freaking Europe, and I haven't been to the East Coast. What? Yeah. I've been to Denmark and Paris. I'm trying to plan a Denmark trip this summer, actually. Sophia, shout out to you and your mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to find... How much the Stanley Hotel costs? It's probably expensive, no? Um, I remember looking when I lived in Colorado when I was like 14 or 15, and it was expensive then. Really? <laughs> so. Stanley Hotel. I like can't find a place to actually book it. Check a website. Oh, it might be one of those things where you have to like call. It didn't used to be. Oh, Stay. oh, here we go. Stanley Hotel. Book rooms for a classic. Sorry, I know we're just babbling on now. I know but... you can skip ahead if you want to. Yeah, you can. Uh, $400 a night. Yeah, see? See what I mean? Well, 360 <laughs> 340 on a weekday. Yeah. But yeah, that's ridiculous. That's and lot. it doesn't For one change. night, too. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like it's... It's just always. Yeah. It's like doesn't even change near Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a lot of money. That is. I, I would do it too if I could. I've been doing a lot of accents lately, so I apologize if I like. <laughs> and they're bad accents too. I'm really bad at them. But on Saturday, it was on Saturday. I was just like doing them all day long, and now they're bad. I can't even attempt stuck. an accent. Like if I tried to attempt no, a certain accent, Aria, it would just be wild. Aria did an accent, and I was like, oh, accent. <sighs> Sorry, that one, that one actually hurt, but it felt so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, accents. And she goes, should we talk in accents all day? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And then, but we didn't end up doing it, but now it's just been stuck in my head. Good, I'm glad it. you didn't. That would have gotten obnoxious. 
I wasn't well, there. It was just us two. But we it probably would have We were on drugs, drugs bro. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, to the story we go. Okay, sorry guys, I had to look up how to say her last name, because I didn't want to butcher it. <laughs> um, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Geraldine Burnite was born on September 10th, 1946, to a middle-class family in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Her friends and family called her Jerry, which I think is such a cute little old lady name. Wait, I used to work with a Jerry. G-E-R? Oh, yeah, a woman, and... I always thought it was, like, an interesting name for a woman, but maybe her real name was Geraldine. Geraldine. Oh, my well, gosh. Well, Geraldine was, like, a popular older She name. wasn't... She was only a few years. She was probably, like, maybe ten years older than me. Hmm. Oh. That's, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, that's not... But like I also know name. a Marjorie who's, like, three years younger than me. Oh, wow. Yeah. She goes by Margie. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. I would go by Marjorie. Really? Yeah. I think Margie's cute. Although it does kind of make me think of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Mm. I never watched that show. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she just goes by Marge. Does she go by Margie? I think it's I Marge. Know. I don't watch it enough. I think to, it's Marge in the show. To now try to Marge. remember. <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> her family and friends called her Jerry. And let me tell you, she had a lot of friends. She was one of those people who, like, literally could talk to anyone. Like, everyone loved her. Just light of the party. And I know everyone says that a lot. Like That was literally me in elementary school. Yeah, and then right. never once since. <laughs> <laughs> and, but always, everyone always remembers for her, for her like, amazing smile. She had a great Aww. smile. Um, Jerry was a Girl Scout and was active in the troop into her high school years. And I was a, a Girl Scout, but I only did it for one year. <laughs> I was a Girl Scout until I was... In eighth grade. Yeah. Usually I think that you don't really go into your high school years. You'd be surprised. I knew someone who was in the Boy Scouts um, until... Oh, man. He w- he was over 18. My ex-boyfriend was an Eagle Scout. He met the president. Oh. Oh. <laughs> go him, I, I guess. In high school. Anyway. Um, she often played the ukulele on campus and led sing-alongs for everyone, which is like, oh, so much fun. fun. I know. In high school? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Um, I know. So when she graduated high school, she went to nursing school at Grady Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. And after she graduated from nursing school, because nursing school wasn't enough for her, she went into the Air Force. <laughs> okay. I know. Go her. Ambitious. It's annoying. Right. <laughs> I'm like, too ambitious. I'm like, I can't even go to school. <laughs> I, know. I haven't even finished college. It's been like fucking how many years? Yeah. Six years? It took me like five years yeah, I think five years just to get my associates. So. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, but when she was stationed in California in the Air Force, she met her husband, George Largay. The two were the perfect couple. They traveled together, which was one of their like big passions. Oh, goals. Um, same. Yeah. George started a career in marketing, and Jerry worked as a nurse in various towns. I guess they moved a, a bit. Um. They had a daughter named Carrie, and life just seemed, like, so oh, perfect. Oh, Carrie and Jerry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Misty, no. Sorry, Misty's trying to get I in I will here. spray her. Um, also, sorry if you can hear my, <laughs> my neighbors show noise. up again. I feel like that happens on every episode. <laughs> I know, right? So, Jerry had a passion for hiking and birds, and she actually would help band seabirds Aww. for, like, research purposes. And she always carried a guide to birds in the area when she hiked. Aww. She was, like, birds. one of those people, like, stop and sniff the flowers. You know? Yeah. Like, 
she was like, oh, pretty flowers, oh, cute birds. Like, I love her. Love being be outdoors. With her. I know, super sweet. So, of course, it seemed natural that she would be looking into hiking the Appalachian Trail, which is a 2,190-mile-long trail that goes from Georgia to Maine. I find it interesting that you say Appalachian. How do you say Appalachian. It's from one of the podcasts I listen to. It's very, like, 50-50. I like, I've heard this, too. Yeah, very 50-50 on how they say it. But I think it's Appalachian. It's how people from there say it. No, even there, they've said that they get, like, mixed things from people that are around there, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I say it Appalachian, so I say sorry. Appalachian. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they both work. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she spent two years researching and planning her trip on the trail. And she kept a journal during that time. She was big on journaling. Um, she was planning on going with a close friend named Jane. And the Largays... What is happening? <laughs> what is going on? One. Oh, he's gone. Sorry, my cat's a mess tonight. <laughs> so the Largays sold their house in Georgia and were planning on buying a house in Nashville after the hike. So, like, during this hike, it was supposed to take a few months. Um, along the trail, and they were supposed mm-hmm. to... So they sold their house before they went. Then they were going to just buy a new house when she was done. Like... <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, nice. Like, no plans. It's great. Um, I love that. Because their grand... Yeah, their grandkids lived, like, in or around Nashville. Um, Wait, their grandkids? Yeah, Carrie had gran- had kids. This, oh, we're this far in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Go... Jerry. Oh, you'll you'll see how old she is. Oh man! I know. I know. So love her. I know. So Grandma, is that you? <laughs> I know. Right. So yeah, they were trying to be close to their grandkids, so they planned on moving to Nashville after the hike. Oh. Um, Jerry was going on practice hikes to prepare, and before one, she sent an update to her friends and family that said, "Quote: This has been a long time in planning, and we are excited and a little nervous to begin this adventure." This one is about finding each other at the end of the day. Oh, that's so sweet. And so she hadn't, at this point, when that was sent, come up with her own trail name, which is something that all, like, hikers that do really long trails like this, um, they use their trail names to introduce themselves to people they meet on the trail. But she came up with the name Sherpa for George. Oh. Because he would be meeting her along the way. To give her supplies and, like, drive to various lodges so that they could stay out together. He wasn't interested in, like, doing the hike. but he <laughs> Sounds was... like me and Alex, yeah. but I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so he was kind of like a little, you know, pack llama. Like, so she called him Sherpa. Aww, that's <laughs> that cute. cute. <laughs> um, so by the end of her practice hikes, though, she had come up with a name. And her hiker name, her trail name, was Inchworm. Oh. Because she hiked at a slow pace because she had a few Me back. Too, girl. Well, she had a few back issues. Me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so she was she was like a slow hiker and she just embraced that. She was like, I'm I'm an interim. Oh, and, and she's still out there doing it. Like that's yeah. awesome. By the time she started her hike, she was 66. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I can't even do that at 26. I know. <laughs> Are you kidding? No I interest. Know. I know. She's amazing. So. On April 23rd, 2013, um, Jane and Jerry set out with George following in his car. And Jerry was good about keeping up on her updates to everyone. She had said that she was going to send emails um, to Carrie, and then Carrie would forward them on to people who had, like, gotten on a list. 
<laughs> to get her updates because she had so many friends. Oh, I love her. I know. So she wrote in detail. I'm one of those friends. I know. I in my know. heart. So what? I'm like, in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, we're just talking about how much we love her and blah, blah, blah. Like, what if she's the murderer? Well, no. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, no. maybe I don't want to. No, <laughs> no, no, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> she wrote in detail what the first four days looked like for her and Jane. Um, they had hiked 58.8 miles. In four days? In four days. <gasps> no. With an average of 11.8 miles a day. No. Like, excuse me? No. If if I'm on, like, flat <laughs> surface, I can do that. I'm, the Appalachian Trail is, like, not an easy trail. I'm sure of it. Yeah. But, like, when I did Tulak, it was five and a half miles round trip. It took me eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, Insane. no thank Insane. you. Yeah, and she's like, I'm slow. I'm inchworm. <laughs> yeah. You're a lot faster than me, lady. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, the two women, they played games while they were hiking to pass the trail. Aww. One of them, Fun. I said, was, like, a vocabulary game. Or, like, a spelling game, I think it was, where, like, you'd say a letter, and then they would say a letter until they guessed what word you were trying to spell. I don't know how it works, but that was one of the games they played a lot. I don't know, but it sounded like something that me and you would do. And I'd win. Whoa. <laughs> well, there. <laughs> Probably. You're better, Ortle. <laughs> and uh, Jerry won nine out of ten times. Oh, yeah. I love that for her. She deserves it. Yeah. The hike was going well overall, but more than a few times, Jane noticed that Jerry was, like, getting turned around on the trail. You know, they woke up in the morning and she started going the wrong direction. Or Oh, know. so something I would have done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible at direction. <laughs> yeah. So when Jane mentioned it, though, Jerry would get frustrated, obviously, Aww. you know, but she still remained pretty positive for the most part. Yeah. So on June 5th, they met a 72-year-old woman. What? Woman who was hiking the trail for the third time. What is with all these old in shape women? Okay, a lot of the are people. Are you kidding? A lot of the people that you'll hear about are like I. I think I don't give a lot of names after this one just because I was like seventy two. What? But a lot of them are like in their sixties and like fifties, sixties. There was one who I think was like had great grandkids with her. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, it was insane. It's like all these people over there are so in shape. Actually, I. Do you know a woman who is it? She's been a great grandma for like six years, and she's only like three years older than my mom. She's like fifty five or fifty six. Jason's grandma, who is now a great grandma to Avery, is a year younger than my mom. The exact. See what I mean? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her, this woman who's seventy two, her hiking name was Tenderfoot. Oh. <laughs> no. So four days later, they saw Tenderfoot again on their way to Massachusetts Route Two where they were meeting George, and Tenderfoot invited them to spend a few nights at her home when they got to Vermont, which they did, and she remembers it overall as, like, a great experience. She really, really liked all of them. They were so sweet. They got along really well. They were planning on- They probably played vocabulary games. They were, like, planning on staying friends, you know? They got each other's numbers. I love that. I know. They're better at making friends than I am. I know. (laughs) So, when they got back on their way- they weren't able to keep their gear dry because it rained 11 inches in the oh month of June gosh. that year. In June. Well, I don't know how much it rains there. Yeah, but. I, I mean, I don't either, but <laughs> the trails were really slippery and, like, muddy, so it was hard to, it was hard to go on the trail, let alone, like, keep all your stuff dry at the same time, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, on June 29th, though, Jane got a call that her daughter had fractured her ankle while on a hike of her own, so Jane had to leave. 
At this point, nobody wanted Jerry. I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Nobody wanted Jerry to hike alone. But the system with George, like, meeting up with her and giving her supplies and them staying at, like, a hotel or whatever had been working so well that she was like, I'm finishing it. I'm going. Mm. And Jerry agreed to keep in touch via email with George, like, during her hike while she was alone. Okay. Jerry's first night I'm alone... already getting sad. I know. Jerry's first night alone was at the Eliza Brook shelter, where she met a hiker who went by, by Blue Moon. She left the next morning after saying goodbye to Blue Moon, and when he left later, he didn't see Jerry on the trail. He did see George at the next spot. They were supposed to meet up, and Jerry still hadn't gotten there either. So, her routine on the trail was to eat an instant breakfast, stop for a snack, and then about three hours later, she would try to find somewhere off-trail to go to the bathroom. So he figured, okay, she's just in the bath. She was just using the bathroom. I passed by her. I didn't see her. Yeah. You know, and I'm a faster hiker than she is, so she'll be there. I don't know. She's pretty fast. <laughs> no, faster than me. Um, on July 3rd, she... My birthday! Yeah. Sorry. She had made it to the Zealand Falls hut. So she's good. Okay. Um, and she saw Blue Moon again. Oh. Yeah. And she told another hiker at the hut that she was seriously considering giving up on the hike because of the bad weather and that hiker pushed her and said like this is a dream of yours like you've got to do it next month you know we're almost out of the rainy period like we're not supposed to get more rain just do it like you'll feel so much better if you finish it you know (sighs) and yeah so she wrote in her journal that from july 5th to july 9th she had hiked 26.4 miles with a man she met on the trail named Jim. Oh, he doesn't have a trail name? No, they didn't give one. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Suspicious of Jim already. No, he's a good guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jerry made it to Poplar Ridge Lean 2 on July 9th, where she saw a few other hikers, and then she headed to Spalding Mountain Lean 2. One of the hikers took Jerry's picture before leaving, saying that it would make a great Christmas card. And I've seen the picture. Let me tell you, it would make a great Christmas card. She's in, like, a red um, jacket, and she's, like, clipping her belt onto her backpack. Oh, I can't wait to see this. like, big smile. And it's such a good picture. And so that hiker remembered, like, I have to take this picture of her because she just looks so happy right now. I don't want to wait. I'm looking it up right now. (laughs) Um... And so, yeah, she was like, this would make a great Christmas picture. Oh, it's right here. Isn't it cute? Are you kidding me? She's so cute, isn't she? No, I'm I'm literally already tearing up because I know this doesn't end well for her. Look at her. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany's crying right now. She's literally crying. Isn't she sweet looking? She's got a nice smile too, huh? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> She's so cute. Oh my gosh. I can't. I'm going to end here. Okay. <laughs> it's like, she's just so cute. I know. She's Aww. really cute. She looks like the best mom, too. And like she grandma. Like the best oh my grandma. God. Yeah. So, Aww. yeah. So they, they took that picture, um, the other hiker, and said that yeah, it had to be a good Christmas card. And so, between. So, Jer- Jerry, like, headed out on the trail, and the. The people that had taken her picture in that group, they stayed behind. They left after her. 
And between 10 and 11 a.m. on June 22nd, or sorry, July 22nd, Jerry had to use the bathroom, which was like her normal routine. You know, it's always right around yeah. that time. You gotta pee at some point. Yeah. So she turned left off the trail and followed the hiker's guidelines of walking 80 paces or like about 100 feet um, off the trail to find a tree to hide behind to go to the bathroom. And usually, like, Jane would be standing on the trail waiting for her, Mm -hmm. and they'd switch and, like, you know, (sighs) look out for each other, um, and, you know, make sure, like, no one was coming. Yeah. Um. We had to do that on a very, very popular little trail in Hawaii. Tyler, (laughs) like, stopped everyone from coming this way, and Alex stopped everyone from coming this way, so me and my mom could pee. Yeah. So, usually Jane would be that person. Yeah. Now she's alone, so she's trying to hide a like, find a tree to hide behind so that she's not out in the open. Right. And so, um, she went about 80 paces off the trail, and when she was done, she couldn't see the trail anymore. Oh. Oh, no. And she walked towards where she thought was the trail, but she didn't find it, so she turned and started walking in a different direction. Oh, no, Jerry. At about 11.01 a.m., she sent a text to George that said, quote, in some trouble, got off trail to go to the bathroom. Now lost. Can you call AMC to see if trail maintainer can con- can help me? Somewhere north of Woods Road. XOX. Aww. But there's Jerry. no service. <gasps> My whole body just... Yeah. Oh, no. So she thought she would get higher ground, like, get to higher ground, and she'd get service. So she climbed a ridge, but it still didn't send. Oh. What she didn't know was that she was, like, miles from any reception. This part of the hike specifically had zero. Oh my gosh, I hate this. Yeah. So she kept just going, and she crossed two streams, and she climbed three steep ridges. And that night, she pitched her tent near another stream that she had come across, and in her journal, she wrote that it was a crummy spot. Like, she knew this was not a good spot to be in. Yeah. Um... And she tried to send another check to George the next morning, which was Wednesday, July 23rd. And that one said, quote, Lost since yesterday. Off trail three or four miles. Call police for what to do, please. XOX. Oh. And that one didn't go through either. Sarah, you're really breaking my heart here. I know. It's really sad. Um, like, especially more since I saw that picture. I know. Mm. So, yeah, that one didn't go through either. She was supposed to meet George that day, that Wednesday, but another hiker passing um, said that because of the rain, she probably wouldn't make it until the next day. You know, like, delays happen all the time. Yeah. And so, the next day, Jerry moved her tent to a ridge, and George still waited. Mm. He didn't panic at first because he knew that part that part of the trail specifically was bad and sometimes mm-hmm. delayed people, so he was like, you know, she... It's weather, she's older, she's slower. She's probably just stuck somewhere, you know? Right. Waiting out the weather. Um, Jerry only had two days worth of food at this point. So she rationed what she had. And that day she had a couple of almonds, a couple of prunes, Mm. and a few Fritos. That's so sad. Yeah. She tried to start fires, but was worried about starting a full forest fire, which I'm like, burn that shit down. (laughs) Burn that shit down. Seriously. Yeah, but she's going to get caught in it. Yeah, but, like, they'll come check out what the fire is. Better start running the second (laughs) 
second you set that fire. I'm starting a fucking fire. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And also, it had been raining a lot, so I don't think That's it moved, like, that true. quickly. Um, but she, as she waited for someone to find her, she wrote letters to friends and family in her journal, and she decided, like, all the training that you hear of is, like, stay put. When you get lost, just stay put. So she decided to stay where she was until she was found. The only problem was, though, is that, like, she didn't originally stay put, you know? Right. And, like, I'm glad that she could think of it then, you know? And, like, didn't keep moving. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I wish that she would have just stayed where she went off trail. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know. Yeah, because she wasn't that far away. She was 100 far feet. Away. 100 feet off trail. I'm so sad. Yeah. So, George called the state police that afternoon after nobody, like, everyone passing by, he'd say, have you seen my wife? She looks like this. And nobody said that they'd seen her. Oh, no. So, he called the state police and warden lieutenant, um, Kevin Adam, he wasn't worried at first, and he just thought that she would either be found or walk out on her own within 24 hours. Like, that's usually what happens. Um, but anyway, the state police and wardens put up signs on the trail to let people know to be on the lookout for her and had a small search team put together to check along the trail from her last known point and where she was supposed to meet George. The next day, the area was searched on foot, in trucks, helicopters, airplanes, but they still didn't find Jerry's spot on the ridge. Oh my gosh. The woman that had taken Jerry's picture at Poplar sent the photo into the police and they put up new posters using that picture. Um, on Thursday night... And everyone's probably crying like I, I know, did. Right. <laughs> on Thursday night, they received Jerry's Verizon pings. She had received a call, and even though it didn't go through, it still pinged off a tower north of the trail, like, just before the lean-to she was supposed to make it to, but never did. Okay. Which I think was Spalding. Um, that same day, the investigators alerted the nearby Reddington Naval Base that specialized in search and rescue. And so, like, the way that the trail goes, for some point of it, and I'll post this on the socials, for some point of it, it goes through the naval base, like, property. Okay. And so, they're, like, right on the trail. Mm -hmm. So, and they're, it's like an S-E-R-E, I think. I could be wrong because I don't have it written down, but it's, um, basically, like, the naval base they train people on, like, how to, if they get captured and, like, are prisoners of war, they train them, like, how to not give up information and, like, how to survive in the wilderness and, like, you know. Sorry, if I get captured in a war, I'm giving up information. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't killing me. Yeah. Navy, don't hire me, no. <laughs> Seriously. No, but, like, yeah, it's it's all about, like, training them how to survive and, um, like, where you know, how to be rescued or how to search for someone, you know. That's, okay. like, what they do. That's good. Yeah, so they're, like, okay, Reddington Naval Base, here's the issue. Like, help us out here. Yeah. Um, Please. Yeah. On July 26th, although they didn't know it at the time, a group of the Navy searchers were only one ridge away from <gasps> Jerry. And they were banging on sticks and yelling and, like, blowing whistles, but they didn't hear a response. Oh. So this is where things go south. No. Oh. No, I don't want them to. Yeah. That, can I leave? I know. Can you, can you just tell the story rest of the story without me? <laughs> um, that night, a worker at a nearby motel got a call from a female hiker who said that she'd stayed with Jerry at the 
Spalding leaned to. The Spalding leaned to. The one she didn't make it to? That she didn't make it to. (gasps) No! So this threw off the entire search area. And I'm sure it was probably an accident. Yeah, I mean. It just makes me so mad. No, because, like, they were still searching the area between the two, but now they had expanded it, so they were spreading out their, like, resources more. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that if they hadn't done that, like, they would have found her, but I feel like if you're containing it into, like, a smaller space and putting more people in that space, like... And honestly, like, that woman probably feels so guilty. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. She she came forward later and was like, I didn't. Like, I thought that I had, and it, it was someone that looked just like her, and they found the girl that looked just like her. Yeah, like, and, it's not her fault, and yeah. I'm sure she feels terrible. I just, oh, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah, and so she was like, I mean, I'm sure she carries some guilt, and it's, she's probably just trying to be helpful. I mean, yeah. I can't see her doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's not her like, fault, but she, I'm right. sure she still feels bad. Yeah. It's terrible. Right. So, um... The helicopters still flew over the general area, and Jerry wrote in her journal that she could hear them and tried to wave her red jacket, but they couldn't see her through the trees. Mm. By the fifth day of her being missing, there were 38 game wardens, 14 dogs, four aircrafts, and 112 volunteers searching for her. Oh, I'd be out there searching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have seen that one picture and been like, sign me up <laughs> right <going>. now. <laughs> Um, by the sixth day, she was pretty much out of food. She spent some time making improvements to her tent site, but spent most of her time in her sleeping bag. And, like, the thing with having that many volunteers, too, is, like, that area has, like, six feet high, like, thorn bushes and, like, I forget what they call them. It was, like, brambles or something like that. And, like, (laughs) it, like, it, it's crazy intense like the dogs couldn't even walk through it at points they were like carrying the dogs oh my god to like get through it to see if they would smell her and like you know they could carry the dogs that way like it was really dangerous for all of the searchers and so like the warden didn't want to have to you know divert power like manpower to go save an injured searcher too yeah so it was really hard to get through, like, all the area that they wanted to get through. Oh, that's sad. You know? Yeah. And so, on July 30th, 10 days after Jerry went missing, this is what pisses me off. Oh, my gosh. A psychic called. No. I'm <laughs> No. There were so many fucking... That's why you said that earlier. I did, I thought yeah. you were talking about ghost adventures. No. <laughs> I thought there was a psychic or ghost adventures. <laughs> no. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, oh. And so many fucking psychics called, but I'll tell you a little, like, some of what they said. Um, a psychic called and said that she, that she said she, she knew what happened to Jerry. Jerry had lost her footing and she was trapped in a ditch. She said that she, quote, felt a moose and a river nearby. She also saw a bent guardrail and a covered bridge. The only problem with that is that Jerry was over 30 miles away from the nearest fucking bridge. You dumb piece of shit. Stop fucking calling if you don't know anything. Listen, I'm just going to say it now. Sarah said earlier that she hates psychics, and I'm with her. I, I'm interested in psychics when it's not fucking life or death. Don't yeah. call and give these people, like, false fucking hope. Like, some of the other ones said that she'd been eaten by a bobcat. Some oh said that my they, gosh. Some said they knew her coordinates. 
And they would give coordinates. One of them was, like, a fucking golf course, like, 30 miles away. Are you kidding me? And the other one was, like, an empty Burger King lot or some shit like that. And then one of them was, like, yeah, her husband did it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One said, oh, she got pushed off the trail. Like, so many fucking psychics called to say, like, all of these wild fucking things. And, of course, they have to look into all these things because... Maybe it's not a psychic and it's someone who actually knows what happened to her. Like, maybe it's someone did something to her and they're calling in a tip as a psychic. You know, like... Yeah. They have to look into all these things. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Seriously. So, obviously, none of them were fucking right. Because they never are. No. They literally never are. So, after 12 days of searching, Lieutenant Adam suggested that Jerry's family go home and he would keep searching and update them if anything happened. George stayed for a few more days, but nothing happened, um, so he left eventually. And and on August 6th, Jerry wrote in her journal, quote, When you find my body, please call my husband George and my daughter Carrie. No, no, no. It will be the greatest kindness for them to know that I am dead and where you found me, no matter, no matter how many years from now. Please find it in your heart to mail the contents to this, contents in this bag to one of them. Because she'd left, like, Ziploc baggies for, like, everyone. About, like, with, like, letters and things. Sarah. Yeah. I hate you. I know. No, I really hate you. (laughs) This is ruining me. (laughs) Especially when you said, like, no matter how many years. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm a mess. I know. Um, In September of 2013, a group of hikers brought a birthday cake out on the trail where she had disappeared from. Because her birthday is September 10th. And so, of that year, September 13th, or September of 2013, they brought a birthday cake out on the trail where she had disappeared, like, in the area Mm -hmm. to celebrate her birthday. And Jane, who had been, started the hike with her, had happened to go out there on her own um, to hike in her honor. And she heard bagpipes. And so when she found them, they were like, uh, she was like, oh, I'm out here hiking for a friend of mine, a close friend of mine who lost her life here, or is missing, and we presume, you know. Yeah. And they said, oh, you're Jane. And she oh. was like, how do you know me? And she, they were like, we're here for Jerry. Like, please join us. And so they spent the day, like, eating cake and crying. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> on and out. Yeah. And how, so, how much longer was this? This was September, so it was only, like, two months after. Okay. But, I mean, at this point, they're yeah yeah so in june of 2014 almost a year after jerry had gone missing another search was held in the same area like the warden um adam or the lieutenant adam like he was not letting it go he refused to wouldn't either yeah see that picture and never let it go yeah yeah so in september of 2014 another search was held and then again in september 2015 and then on october 14th 2015 a call came in that a body had been found on the navy navy property by some land surveyors and so in jerry's journal she had written george please read xoxo her last entry was on august 18th but authorities were not confident that Jerry had the correct day because, like, at that stage of, like, starvation and dehydration. Yeah. You know, who knows? Um, but if 
it was the right day, it means that she lived for 26 days oh after she gosh. went missing. Um, so, yeah, they found that her tent was less than two miles north of the trail. Oh. 30 minutes from a lodging site. Oh, no. Yeah. If Jerry had walked just, like, a little bit south, she would have been able to figure out where she was and, like, gone from there. But she had, you know, was following the training that she had to, like, stay put. Um, yeah. So, the Navy felt especially bad because they were on, she was on their land. Yeah. Where, like, they had been searching. But, I mean, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? You know, like, it was really, really rough terrain. Right. And, like, the fact that she got there was already, like, I'm sure they were thinking, like, no way. I'm you know? so sad. I know. And a lot of people came out with, like, conspiracy theories about, like, I think one of, some, like, newspaper in the area fucking posted some shit about, oh, yeah, the, uh torture camp navy base like probably had something to do oh with it oh my gosh yeah just like literal fucking psychos and it was like a like a it's like an opinion-based newspaper yeah clearly yeah <laughs> super super annoying especially like she wrote in her journal yeah. she wrote in it yeah and like they have ways of telling like if it's forced or not right and there's nothing to suggest that she hadn't just gotten lost and like yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. I hate that. So, she had written each one of her family members a long letter saying how much she loved them and letting them know that they meant more to her than, like, anything on the planet. No. Um. Oh, she was probably so sad about her granddaughter. Yeah. Or her George, child. George said, quote, they're more than love letters. They are life letters. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So, they think that she was, like, completely, like, lucid and, like, aware of everything while she was, like, writing everything. Um, and that, you know, like, she just couldn't make it out, you know? I'm so sad. Yeah, she was found in her sleeping bag. Um, all they could see was, like, her head. Well, at this point, I'm pretty sure it was, like, her school. Right. It was out of the sleeping bag, and then the tent had collapsed on top of her. And so that's what the surveyors originally saw was the tent, and then they saw her in her sleeping bag. Mm. Um, so the wardens went out, they brought, you know, the people that had been working on this case for, like, two years. And um, Lieutenant Adam let the younger, um, like, cert, you know, wardens and searchers who had been on the case, like, carry her body out as, like, an honor. Oh. Yeah. So, they carried her out of the woods. The same people have been doing it since she first started, they first started looking for her and brought her home. And then, um, George had already had a memorial service for Jerry in October of 2013, knowing that she wasn't coming home. Yeah, at that point. And, um, the church that it was held in was, like, packed full. They had all of her little mementos she liked to quilt and so people brought like quilts that they that she had made for them and like pictures and little mementos um i would have gone yeah i don't even know her well no so many people went that like didn't know her Um, i would have but everyone that did know her had a story 
and whether they had met her during that hike or like they'd known her for 40 years just she was on everyone's mind and like everyone had a story sarah yeah i hate you yeah so that's the heartbreaking story of geraldine inchworm largay i know don't ever do this to me again. <laughs> Don't ever do it. I know. Tiffany goes, look, I can handle murders, but I can't handle little cute women going missing. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. You guys are going to cry when you see her picture, too. Yeah. It was... I love her. Yeah. I know. But, like, at least her family had some peace, like, and found her and had the letters from her and... Yeah. You know, like, got I'm that sure... at the very least i'm sure they bawled their eyes out when they got the letters but like it's probably so comforting knowing like i don't know if comforting is the right word but just so nice knowing like she was thinking of you and yeah clearly freaking loved you guys yeah yeah oh i'm just so sad yeah and um yeah i just can't even imagine like not having her as a grandma. She seems like a great great grandma, you know. She seems and I like don't the know, greatest person ever. I don't know how old her grandkids were at the time, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, like, what memory they have. I hope they have I hope memory they of her. Too. Yeah. Because I love her. Yeah. Oh. It was a rough one. Sorry, guys. Wow. I know I always say things for that bummer of a case, but, like, that was the most bummery one. Yeah. It just pisses me off that fucking... The psychics called and were like, her husband did it. Like, George, yeah. George, all around, like, seems like a great fucking Yeah, and I guy. know, like, you the have saying to, is, yeah. like, the husband did it. Because, yeah. you know, more often times than not, they do. But, but like, like, come on. Don't try to throw him under the bus when you have literally no, no idea. idea what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, and, like, all, all around, he seems like a oh, really he's great husband. great. And, like, great guy in general. I can tell you right now, he's phenomenal. Yeah. So, that makes me mad. I know. It made me really mad, too. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So frustrating. Don't don't be that person. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, don't do it. I hate it. But, yeah. And I guess this episode, we don't really have to tell you not to be evil, but... But, like, I guess don't we'll tell be you an anyway. evil like, psychic. Yeah, just don't be evil in any way. That yeah. includes calling in false tips. Yep. Just don't be evil. Yep. People were saying that they, like, saw her in, oh, I saw her in, like, this completely other state having lunch with two young kids. It's like, you fucking lie. People were like, well, did you check um, car rentals in the Uh, area? Maybe she was running away from George. Like, you fucking dickbag. I'm, like, sure that's always technically an option of, like, runaways, but, like, there's indications. Yeah, but also, like... 100% of the time, He was at the point in... Like, she had... Where was she gonna go? Yeah. She'd go back on the trail, but, like... But then there's no word... Her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it just was stupid. And you know what? She give she cared about George so much because I read that she cut up... She had his credit card on him. And she cut it up in case someone found her body and tried to use George's money. And she cut it up and buried it so that if someone found her body... And, like, didn't turn her in, like, didn't say anything about it and stole all of her stuff, that they wouldn't, like, steal all of George's money. Yeah. Like, she gave a fuck. She was thinking about George to the very fucking end. I'm sorry I was silent. I just... Yeah. (laughs) I was just speechless. That's... 
Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah, neither would I have. I'd be like, I'm trying to survive here. I don't right. care about my husband's finances right now. <laughs> yeah, she cut it up and put it in the, like, buried it in the ground. Oh my gosh. I know. She's the most perfect angel. I know. They, okay, I read a, the, all the stuff I got this from is a book called, um, When You Find My Body. Oh. Yeah. And they put George's email in there? What? Because, like, they were quoting an email that she had written, and they, like, included his email in it. And I'm, like, half kind of, like, I want to write this man, like, a letter. He probably deleted that email real quick. (laughs) Yeah, but then I'm, like, also, I feel like that's wrong. Yeah. And I don't know why it was added in there, but, like, I have a slight inclination to just, like, write him an email. The only time I've seen an email in a case was, um, Chris Coleman, when he murdered his family, Mm. and he was, like writing to himself of, like, if you don't, like, deny God in front of the world, like, your family's gonna die. Oh, I remember that case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the only time that an email I've ever seen seen included, but that's because it was his and and, like, he's in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, no, this, they, they included George's and I was like, "Mm, seems weird, but okay. But, Yeah. That's inchworm. Mm, inchworm. I know. I love her so much. I know. Well, on a happy note, I'm just gonna bring yeah. birthday girl up here to say something. Isn't that, like, proven to be healing? Cat purse? Yeah. Yeah. It, like, helps anxiety and helps you sleep. And... No, I thought it's, like, literally healing. Like, if you have, like, a cut. Something about it. I, I just cut in my finger. Should I just put it against your <laughs> neck? <laughs> anyway, guys, don't be evil. Just don't do it. Don't be it. But be great and keep listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Um, as always, socials will be linked. Yes. And we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.